guys, welcome back to the podcast, Land and Dad Away Days. Leicester City away today, so um, we've been last, to the last one before the World Cup. Yeah, the last one before the World Cup. And last away uh, game. Yeah, last away game. So we uh, we we went down this morning, half twelve kick off. Uh, we've won one nil, and then we're back on. We're on the way back home. So uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the experiences of Leicester. Then we'll then we've got a bit of a question to to answer as well. Um, and then obviously we'll talk about the game uh, at the last bit um, and then obviously uh, looking forward to the break so um, yeah well my well I'll talk about my first memories of Leicester was that I think it was in the FA Cup or it might have even been the league I don't know or it might have been the league cup it was the FA Cup yeah. I think it was the FA Cup game when Nicholas and Elka scored last minute winner but apparently you said that Macken scored as well to make it 3-1 so oh, yeah, I could have sworn it was 2-1. I remember Anelka scoring his, um, you know, the last minute of the ball over the top and he runs through. I don't know if the lad slipped or whatever, but he, he sort of went through on goal because obviously at the time we're along the side of the uh, of the stand and he's running towards uh, the goal at our end and he just puts, pops it in. And I thought we won 2-1, but I've actually looked on the... Uh, 11 v 11 and uh, it was um, an FA Cup game and we won 3-1 and John Macken scored afterwards two, two 90 minute goals so we, we must have put one in right of the death after that but I could have sworn it was 2-1 but yeah, yeah I remember that it was in like you say the, the black and red kit yeah. we, we always tend to wear our away kit at Leicester yeah. um, and Uncle Martin came to that game as well because he picked me yeah, up yeah I remember yeah it was uh, so, uh, just just a weird one just looking here, it was I think 2004 it was. So and you that, were, and that was that was when the stadium were, was called Walkers. Walkers yeah, yeah, stadium you, as were, well, so. you, you were nine years old, I think, about, yeah. about nine or yeah, eight yeah. and a half, nine. So, and I remember going over the tops where, the way we drove today, and the, the snow on the side of the roads, and like, it, yeah. it picked me up straight from primary school. It was like. Yeah. It's probably one of my first away games. I, well, it I'd was. Say. It probably. was January. I don't think. It, I don't think it was the first away game, but I think it was one of them. Must have been. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. You wouldn't have been to many games, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, for, and that so. was when we started building the points up as well, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. But what was yeah. your first memory of Leicester? Well, Leicester my first memory again was an FA Cup replay. But um, looking back, thinking about it, I did actually go. Um, Nineteen eighty-five, I think it was. When we first went, um, but it was a pretty uninspiring one-all draw. Looking at the results, looking back at the, at the fixtures, so that's probably why I don't really remember much about it. Um, but in, in the old days, there it was Filbert Street, which is basically just round the corner or across the road from um, the Walker Stadium. I don't know if they've actually used it as a car park or they built flats on it, but it was very similar to Main Road last year. It had a big old stand like main stand and two ends um, and I think at the time I do remember we were st- stood up along along the side but we might have been in the end as well I think the FA Cup game we had a bigger allocation I went with uh, my next door neighbour at the time in the car um, there was well, probably a car full of us I remember getting there quite late maybe about 10-15 minutes before kickoff, parking up and running across the stadium to the stadium and paying to get in. But well, that's what's changed from these days, isn't it? Cause yeah, yeah. From those days, because obviously, like, you, you when you mentioned about going to games, it was mostly like, oh, 
drop the car off somewhere when you see the floodlights and go to the game and yeah, yeah, people yeah, get there definitely. but now we get there you know an hour yeah two definitely hours before, you, you so. were only there a half hour before if, if that whereas now we get there usually there you're in the ground maybe an hour before these days yeah. you know what I mean I mean the, the players come out you watch the players warm up for 25 minutes whereas them days the players used to come out you know they come out of the tunnel at 5 to 3 kick the ball about if they had a ball between them do a couple of couple of runs, a couple of stretches, and that was it. Off you went. Yeah. You know, whereas today they're doing the coming. The keepers are out 45 minutes before. Yeah. Players come out about 35 minutes before. Do 20, 25 minutes training. Yeah. Then go back in. I think I'd be bumming knackered after doing the training. Yeah, no, yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? We used to think don't do any running about before the game because you'd be you tie yourself out yeah, for the save game. It, save it. Well, these the days they're just so so fit and strong. Yeah. You know, they, they need that warm-up to get going. So how did you get to Filbert Street back in, back in the day? Well, I think um, the FA Cup game went in the car, but I think the, the very first time I went, I was, did a season on the, the old special trains um, from Piccadilly. And Leicester, from Manchester, is a bit of an awkward place to get to. It's only, I think, 100 mile with, with, with usually. It's 90 to 100 mile away. Um, yeah, but it's it 101 is, miles. But it is a, is, a, is a couple of trains. You know, one over to Sheffield and then down from Sheffield. Well, in the old days, it was a special train, more or less went straight there. But I remember getting off at Leicester and having a like a big escort of maybe I don't know, maybe a thousand fans or maybe with police surrounding you, walking all down to the ground. A bit like some of these matches you do in America now, where the fans meet and walk with flags and stuff. But we didn't have flags in them days. Everyone was like pretty quiet and you know and you know trying to avoid any trouble or get into trouble if you if you like that sort of thing yeah. but i remember i remember it was quite a long walk from leicester city center and uh, walking past welford road the rugby ground as well because leicester had got a pretty famous uh, rugby team called leicester tigers so i remember we were like what's it? oh this is a bit of a weird ground and then realized it was a rugby ground not the football ground but but yeah at the time i mean leicester we've had quite a good history with Leicester, I mean they looking at the stadium today they were formed in 1880 yeah so you know we were we were 18 and, when you did know, you say that the first game was played um, looking back here 18, on that record that 18, 11 the 11 1895 um, Leicester free Leicester Fosse they were called at the time right. Leicester Fosse F-O-S-S-E so Fosse well that's a Fosse and, uh, yeah um, the one three one, eighteen ninety five. So and, and you had a bit of an interesting start about your birthday, as uh, well. Not my birthday, but I was born in nineteen sixty seven. And looking through these results here, I think nineteen sixty seven we played them five times in a calendar year. We played them two. Uh, we played them in the League Cup, the FA Cup, and three league games. All in the twelve within twelve months, so 1967. But you know, Mike Summerby's probably the one to ask because he, he has quite a good rapport with one of their old players when he goes. I, I have heard him tell stories of that because they used to play quite regular in the in the late sixties. And when you go back to the sixties for the Leicester fans, it was probably their golden period, even though they didn't win anything um, because the only. They, they actually got to four or five cup for FA Cup finals and didn't win one, and that was like what they were probably most famous for. United beat them in '64, I think it was. We beat them in '69. 
yeah. which which another stat for those who are interested is uh, that was the last English last all English 11 to win the FA Cup I think and probably the league title the year before every City player was English not there was no Scots or Welsh or Irish in there which since I think since in the 70s I think you'd always find there is a some a rogue Irish Welsh or Scottish player yeah um, I never knew that well the, the thing is with like Leicester as well like I, I just find them like they're not they're not irrelevant because they've always been there from my football journey but like you know they've always been on FIFA and when I've played FIFA and stuff it, they've always been there but they haven't they haven't obviously won anything and, and stuff like that they've been in the championship a few times and then Obviously, they had that golden, well, I won't say golden period, but two golden seasons where they luckily won the FA Cup and they luckily won <coughs> the Premier League. And obviously, they beat us in a community shield as well, luckily, with a penalty as well. So, I don't but, think but you can't. They haven't done it without spending money, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you can't, you can't say luckily because you don't win the league luckily, do you? You win the league well, by playing good football. They, they won it luckily. They had a, you might win. You might the win other, a lucky FA Cup. The other, team, the other teams were crap. Like when they were doing. The yeah, league. I think Leicester when they when they did win the league that season, they had a, a unique style. They had a style. Get it up early to um, long Vardy. To Vardy. You know, like long, that guy we had an argument with. Yeah, that we time. did have an argument coming like, out. Of the coming out, and he's like, "Oh, we'll see a better team play next week." And then I had an argument with him. But the thing is, though, like that—that's what I didn't get about Leicester when they did win it. They did. They, they thought they played like really good football, but it was just long ball. It was just literally long well, ball Mar- to Vardy. Mahrez was, you know was, I mean? was, was okay, but and, yeah, but and Vardy was unique. You know, it was just, it really was. And, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, they beat us four two, and when Pep said they don't, he doesn't teach the tackles. But even in that game, when we came back and pulled a couple of goals back late on, we still had chances to maybe make it four three maybe even four all and get a point out of that yeah people will say oh yeah. it was it was absolutely you know City were poor but yeah. they weren't great but you know, <coughs> you know we allowed yeah. well, a bad game every now and again well we found a question online and I asked you the other day as well like if you could change one foot one footballing result well, what would you choose and, and one from history any in history what would you choose and, and so why? So choosing any any game where you change the result. Well, I mean, an obvious one would probably be 99 or, you know, one of the, where we were at a low point. But, um, you know, I, I don't know, it's difficult. There's so many games and so many, like every game turns on something. Well, like you said, I think you and I, you said the Champions League final. Yeah, so we win the Champions League. Probably because that doesn't really have any knock-on effect. Yeah, and I mean to go to win your first one. I mean City won. I, I, as a kid growing up, looking at the stats and the records, you know City. City first time they're in the League Cup, they won it. First time they're in the Cup Winners' Cup final, they won it. First time they're in the FA Cup, they won it. But the only one that slows down at the moment is first time in the Champions League, and we, you know, we didn't win it. Well, we have got quite a good record of winning first, sort of final first time finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the thing so, is with that as well, the well, Champions well, League. Well, like for me, say, it, for me it, it would be that Champions League. Well, it doesn't have that. a lot of, it doesn't have a knock-on effect, like you say. Whereas 
what we were saying before about like you know I mean the one that I always say the one the game that I probably would change is the United result at home when we could have won the league against them because to win the league against your rivals even though it's at home yeah you know what I mean it was still yeah 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 I mean that was one that afterwards you thought oh you were gutted because obviously it was such a we're probably not gonna. We actually beat him. We actually beat him in the first half. Like, yeah, we, we were not gonna we're get absolutely battering him. Yeah, if we, if we get to that point of winning leagues again or, or winning a league title, to actually win it against your, your arch rival or your, you know your main rival is is pretty unique, really. Yeah. You know, and it's, it doesn't come around. You know, you might win another ten league titles, but you probably won't be in that situation again. So. Well, not so, that we'd win 10 league titles. So, so go on then. So, it, it, what one result, you can change one result and you have to that, choose. It would be that Champions League final. Champions League. Without, you know, I mean, watching Chelsea celebrate and they'd won it before, you know, I think our celebration would have been... But, I mean, having said that, that that's for me personally, but it was a shame that there couldn't have been more fans there if we had won it. You know, so may, maybe not that one. Yeah, but yeah. off the top of my head I can't really think I mean maybe if, if you change any result in City's history maybe we don't get Sheikh Mansour and we don't get Pep and we don't get Pellegrini well like I said to you before someone might say you might you might say that the, the, the game where Fergie was supposedly going to get sacked if they didn't win but then would, would United and City be United and City today would, or would, yeah, we, well, would I mean, like you said would we be Birmingham or Birmingham and Villa. It was yeah, just go, like, go, you go, know, going back to 1983, you know, losing that game against Luton, being relegated, you know, the first time since the mid mid 60s. It yeah. was like, you know, you, you could probably change that, but then we'd have probably been relegated three or four year, years after, or maybe the season after that. So to say you didn't want to be relegated, yeah, we don't. Nobody wants to be relegated, but that journey we've had since then since whenever you've started supporting City you know yeah. it's probably easy, quite easy to support City now because obviously they're winning but not strong coming from you yeah, yeah I mean I, yeah, I, I, I started supporting <laughs> them after they won the League Cup in 76 and were runners up to Liverpool so they were a top team at the time but did we win anything you know, after we, that? You, you, whenever you pick did your team did we win team, anything after that? Yeah, no not for a long time <laughs> 35 years, 34 years, whatever, what that, whatever 34 that banner years. was saying. 34 years and we're still But, um, yeah, the, the, you know, you pick your team and then when they go bad, like I say to, to you, oh, oh, quite a lot, don't I? You know, you, when I'm gone and other people are gone, you know, if City do go bad again, you know, go, you've got to stick with them, you can't suddenly... But then, there are, there's not many people who change the, the team they support. You well, know. it's that thing that people say, isn't it? change your wife but you can't change your team yeah no, no. <laughs> sacrilege along uh, amongst football fans you know you can always have a second favourite team yeah yeah you know, but you can't you can't change your what anyway your is your second favourite team oh flipping out I've got too many to mention <laughs> too many to mention go on who, 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 well, you, you go through phases don't you I mean when we were bad and, and you know through well, my the, second team when the, we were bad was Arsenal had an Arsenal kit well, yeah, for like, yeah, well, and, and that was that was only because Arsenal were fighting against United. 
I know what I'm saying, but I wouldn't have an Arsenal kit now. But I have got a soft spot for Arsenal. Like if, if like I was speaking to that, I was speaking to Andy from the golf club the other day, and I said, "Oh, I bet you like Tottenham because he's a United fan." And he went, "Yeah, I do like Tottenham." And I say, "I hate Tottenham." Whereas I went, "Yeah, but you'll hate Arsenal, won't you?" And he went, "Yeah, I hate Arsenal." And I was like, "Well, I don't mind Arsenal." So yeah, there yeah. is things like that that are out there, you know. Yeah. Most United fans probably don't dislike Tottenham. I mean, I know a few probably will, but the general yeah. gist that I get is Tottenham don't mind United, whereas Arsenal hate United as, as much as. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of City fans, you know, especially probably the older ones like you know, like me, would probably say we were always like the second team in Manchester. Maybe not now, but you always had a, a bit of a soft spot for second teams in other cities. Yeah. Like Torino in Juventus, maybe not even second teams in the cities, also second teams in the country. So if it was like, um, say, Ajax was in in Holland, you know, you you probably rather support Feyenoord. Or, well, City, you know, I've got a connection with Feyenoord. You know what I mean? Like it, it was always fans. if there were two teams in the city, you would be a City fan. You would probably always take the. The, well, you'd the, always the pick the that, underdog, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, like, the, underdog we were the underdog. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are the underdog. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like now, he's it, probably changed a little bit. But also because you're playing them teams in Europe as well, and, and like, like I, w- I would say I have a soft spot for Arsenal, but I wouldn't support them as much as what I did when I was a kid. Like, you know, fight. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, when, I only, I only supported Arsenal because they were in the Champions League fighting against. United and Barcelona and yeah, well, when, like you, when you were a kid, you, you know, you turned over it. You know, well, we had, they had Thierry Henry, they had the best team in Yeah. Well, you tend to go on holiday as well, England, and you, you go on holiday abroad to Spain or wherever when, years ago. You'd always buy like a different team shirt. Mm. Obviously, because they usually fake from one of the, the cheap shops. Yeah, yeah. Because football shirts do tend to be more expensive. Uh, See, there, when I was a kid, I had. Well, when I was a kid, I had a Ronaldo shirt, a fake yeah. Ronaldo, that fat Ronaldo, not Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. We you had know, the orange Barcelona kit. the orange kit. Barcelona kit as well. Yeah, you'd always buy a Barcelona. I've got about three or four Barcelona yeah, shirts. Well, fake Barcelona and Real Madrid. Well, Stoich Cobb on the back, Loudrup. Yeah. You know, we always bought I have actually got an original. Um, very first time went to Barcelona in about 84, 85, and got one. Um, when Gary Lineker's got the big flared collar, yeah, it's um, but it's a nice one that it's, it was original one as well. It wasn't yeah. fake. So uh, anyway, back to uh, back to Leicester. So um, the game today was pretty good. We won one nil. Um, good atmosphere. Kevin De Bruyne scored the free kick in off the post. You thought it was off the bar? Yeah. Well, we were we were sort of off. We're looking alongside the pitch, but off the pitch, if you know what I mean, behind the goal line. So it was a bit of a weird, weird angle to see it go in. I did. I just thought it struck the bar and maybe at the back of the keeper, and that's what took it across the goal. But looking at, I've just seen a clip of it on Twitter, and uh, it's a post and goes right across the back of the goal. But yeah, great, great free kick from Kev, who's not not been playing. too well I don't think I mean even Pep said he's not at his best yet but you know to, that's his quality you know he's either assisting or you know sort of um, you know scoring goals I mean he's just moved into City's top five Premier League all time goal scorers 
you know, we had a bit of a car, I was quizzing Nile in the car coming back who who they were and they got who was it? Yaya. Yeah, yeah, and Aguero, and the, the other two struggling with it. It is a bit of a recent memory, you, you know. You tend to sort of forget because you're thinking, oh, goals overall. But yeah, Raheem Sterling second on 91. Yeah. And then it was Yaya and David Silver on 60. Well, it'd be over 100 if he scored them chances he had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know I mean, no, Six, so. um, it's Yaya on 61, David Silver on 60, and now De Bruyne has moved up to 60. So I was just wondering whether De Bruyne could actually catch a... The Al Haaland will be in the top five if he can't Yeah, 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 probably be in the top five. I think there's more years. chance of Haaland catching Sterling and maybe Aguero than... Uh, and it. But yeah, it was a bit of a weird game today because Haaland didn't play and I think we've been getting used to them balls into Haaland. But I think yeah. the service today for Alvarez, I don't think Haaland would have had a much better service anyway because... They literally did part the bus, Leicester, which is a bit unusual because they have got some good players in Madison and Vardy and you know, Harvey Barnes, you know what I mean? Well, I think today the atmosphere was absolutely incredible. Well, it's been two, two good atmospheres at Leicester. The last two games there have been I think, really good. And I was speaking to Nathan at half-time there about, I think it's because the... the um, the roof and everything comes over. It's quite a loud atmosphere when you get yeah, a song going. Yeah, quite low down. There's not a lot like Arsenal. You know, like it's Tottenham, a really, it's a really old style yeah. sort of. Even ground. our ground, there's quite a lot of room between the fans on the roof, whereas yeah. the roof at Leicester's quite from the back of the stand. It virtually goes straight down. And also, it's out, one stand it? as well, isn't it? There's not two levels, or yeah, yeah, it's, it's all just, one stand. Yeah, yeah. But all, but also, I thought the, 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 the songs were going from start to finish and. The, the, yeah, know, yeah. I mean, really good. And at I mean, the end, there, at the end, Pep Guardiola's walking over, going, you know, like we're going, Sete, Sete, and he's giving it with his arms yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love it when he does that. And yeah, yeah the blew, atmosphere was. Yeah, he blew a couple of kisses, didn't he? I think, I think he knows that. You know that. That's when you can tell you're quite loud. Is when, when the players come over and yeah. them giving it out, you know, at the end of the game as well. Not so. like that. I think when it is a tough game and we have, it's not very often you can say City, City fans are the twelfth man. Yeah. You know, we, we're always we like to think we're always pretty loud, but sometimes we're not. I mean, the, the football is amazing. Sometimes you stood you stood there watching it with your you know your mouth open like just wowing at, at what you what you're seeing. And to other team, fans of other teams, it probably does look boring, but to us it's just amazing. But then when we are loud, like today, and we, we do create a good atmosphere, you know, I think Pep does appreciate it, and the players do appreciate it. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought today was a... It was a tough game, but as well, like, to, to get the win and the well, 1-0 and yeah, stuff like yeah, listening I think to, it, it just shows that you can... Listening to talks on the way home, they were a bit like, oh, can they can they score or can they win without Haaland but I think that's more them praying that we can't yeah yeah more than, yeah, well, they always, more than, they always more, more than us worrying that we can't yeah I mean, I mean, <laughs> that that mean we're, not, we're, not, we're not worried whereas they're, they're going oh Haaland's out I hope City lose or I hope City yeah, yeah. can't score anymore when and then they keep going to it the narrative is that oh well they won the league last year without a striker anyway so they shouldn't, they shouldn't, they shouldn't you know, yeah, I mean, it was a bit, a bit, 
you know, Alvarez has come in. You're a bit unsure about Alvarez, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I don't like to say, you know, he's, he's no good, you've got to give him time. I think, you, I think you're unsure about well, he him. Do, he does like a lot of running. Right, but, it's saying just, that, though, I was unsure about Haaland when he first came, and then he scored them goals and you went... I can't. Yeah, for me. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. a bit worried that he's going to come in and he's going to not score like Darwin Nunes did. Whereas, yeah. like, the opposite happened, really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, scoring their hat tricks and stuff is unbelievable. Like, well, the club are usually not wrong when they're picking players, but, um, you know, I, I don't expect him to hit the ground running, but he just, there's a lot of huffing and puffing. And rem- it reminds me a bit of uh, Paul Dickov. Know, like when he used to chase the goalies down like Unlucky Paul you know, <laughs> that was his nickname Unlucky Paul because every time he chased the keeper down and he, he never blocked one really you know I said I mean? that to Paul Dickoff the other day when he was at the main playing golf yeah. I said I bet, I bet you wish he played with Ireland instead but, of Gota yeah <laughs> but like Gota said to him you know when he first joined you know he probably heard the Dickoff story before you know Gota said just as long as you try you, you can, you know, you, you work hard and you run around a lot. You know, the fans will love you, and you know, the fans are taking to Alvarez because he's yeah. doing all that. But because yeah. of what we've watched over the last few years, seeing the quality of the players, just wonder whether he is the top quality. But you know, Pep rates him and the, the club rate him and said he's probably one of the best, potentially one of the best players to come out of South America in years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't quite see that at the moment. And the thing the other day about um, the, apparently the players were talking about who's going to win the World Cup or who's got the best chance. Yeah, I've just seen that before. Yeah. Pep, Pep said Julian Alvarez. Yeah, so, so obviously he can do something. You know, they must have something about him. But yeah, you know what I mean, I'm, I'm yet well, to see now. An overall good trip, one um, nil. I think we'll end it there. So uh, up the Blues. Yeah, up the Blues.